What's up, everybody? What's up? Hi, everyone watching on YouTube. <laughs> Hello. We're back. Um, same location, but new perspective. Yeah. We're, we're trying some things out. Yeah. That's a good life. So let us know what you think of the uh, the table talk. Oh, that's good. Oh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's just a little rigged, you mm -hmm. know. So nothing's perfect. No, not us. You should know that by now. We're not perfect. <laughs> um, far from it, actually. We, you know, are trying to figure out the best place to film. Mm -hmm. The first couple locations were good, but it was kind of more so of a hassle. Um, we had to move the couch, and it is yeah. not light, and we don't have any, like, roadies to help us. It's we don't have any men in our life. <laughs> and even when we did, they weren't real men, so... <laughs> Dad, just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heinz, thanks for helping us with the initial setup. But mm -hmm. where have you been since? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was the first day we got all this equipment. And he was like, oh, let me help you out. And then now and then he's, he's just like, like, you're on your own, kid. Okay, Taylor Swift. Oh. Today. Well, you know, first of all, welcome to the Are You Good podcast. Are, you know, are you good? No. No. No, I'm recovering from, you know, one of the best albums dropping Actually, I wouldn't really say it's the best. No. If you've if you've been around, you know Olivia Rodrigo's album just dropped um, today when we're filming, which is Friday, September eighth. Uh, have you listened to it? No. Um, I went to bed last night and then I worked all day and I haven't even had a moment to like breathe. Breathe. Yeah. I plan on listening to it. Um, probably start on the way home after here. Mm, mm -hmm. um, I did listen to the one you send me. <laughs> It was it. Love is embarrassing. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Love is embarrassing. That's my can, favorite song, I think, on the album. Can we just talk about how embarrassing it is? Just honestly. <laughs> yeah. There are no it's, words. Yeah. You, what? Yeah. There, it is. It is embarrassing. You know. But um, I feel like it is. But then, if you're with the right person, it can be perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. And, for sure. And um, when you're equally yoked. Yeah. When you're being led, when you're having all the right things that Christ has called you to in a relationship. Uh-huh. There are just a lot of things that will align. Yeah. Um, but other than that, love is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. For, for, for now. I'm doing really well from the last podcast. Um, I have a confession to make before we continue. Okay. That episode was not filmed weeks after. It was filmed two days after. And you know what? There, I said it because I feel like it made me look really weak. And not that that's a bad thing because I was very vulnerable and very real. And that's, you know, the point of the podcast. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that can be taken advantage of. So just a PSA. It was filmed two days after yeah. <laughs> the day before my birthday. And it's, I've had some time to think about it. Mm-hmm. And my final thoughts are... You had counseling time to think mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, I had, I've had counseling. And my final thoughts are um, silence is golden. Um, being mature is better in the long run. And having a heart and having empathy mm -hmm. goes a long way. Yeah, I would agree with all of those things. Everything I said still stands. Yeah, but um, I'm moving on. Moving on, no As hard feelings on my side. <laughs> um, As you should, queen. Yeah, thanks. So I am good, I think, actually. Take that back. I'm really good. 
Good. I, I am good too, but I am, it's been a long day. Mm. Um, and I'm ready to, I'm ready to like chill. Yeah. Ready to, we're going to go home, watch some Gossip Girl reruns. Watch some Nate Archibald because let me get, <sighs> let me get some of that. Listen, I'm a Chuck girl. So am I, but just right, just right now in the season one, yeah. Nate takes the cake and you can't tell me he doesn't. No, he Chuck, he, Chuck Gross. Chuck, yeah, Chuck is the slow burn that I've always I'm looking for. You know, lovers I, or enemies uh, to lovers. Enemies trope. to lovers. Um, mm. Billionaire. <laughs> I, need so, I need someone with money, yeah. um, and uh-huh. that could fly me wherever, whenever. Yeah, and that's just that's the bare minimum. Somebody for me now. that will fly to Paris to pick up your favorite macaroons. Can't be me. I can't even get somebody to go to the 7 Eleven and get me an Italian sausage and a grape slurpee. Oh my god. We don't even have 7 Elevens here. I don't know why I said uh, that. Speedway's turning into a 7 Eleven. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. New- oh my gosh. My I love, actually me. love 7 Eleven. So do I. It's pretty insane. But it's not a Bucky's. We don't have that yet. Uh, no, not yet, but. Alabama does, and I do miss Bucky's. That's where I used to go whenever I was really depressed from my, not this most recent ex, but my ex before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, whenever I got heartbroken, I would just go to Bucky's. <laughs> Honestly? You want a road trip? <laughs> yeah. I know someone that would meet us there. Me too. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, with that being said, today's topic. We are talking about something that we both um well i i know for me i definitely struggle with as a people pleaser Mm -hmm. the um always being accessible to everyone at all times even if like it puts you in a bad situation or a bad spot um i we live and i always heard this growing up and i like roll my eyes because you know you'd hear older people talk about oh this is like the microwave generation but the older I get, the more I realize how true it is, like, the instant gratification. Like, you know, you we, we bought stuff online, and then Amazon Prime's like, oh, get it in two days, you know. Um, we have social media, and people can, like, see if you're active. So if, like, you're not responding to a text message, you know that they're like, oh, well, she was on TikTok. She was on Instagram 13 minutes ago. Ooh. And I'm only saying that because I have done it myself. Um, with people but just like the need to like always be accessible to everybody it's a lot it's like entitlement it's a sense of entitlement Mm -hmm. um like on you know you've experienced it but you've probably also at some point have done it Mm -hmm. like uh shoot yeah like you're on social media and then someone's like uh I texted you I'm Mm -hmm. like I saw it (laughs) doesn't mean I have to answer yeah. Like, I could be busy. I don't want to hold a conversation right now, but I want to <clears throat> scroll on Instagram because it's mindless. And I think it was, r- like, really bad for me when I was, like, a teenager. And, mm-hmm. like, if my friends, like, oh, like, what are we doing? And then they didn't text me back, like, right away. Or, you know, if we're talking about something, uh, this is my thing. When somebody texts, hey, and then I say, hey, and then they take, like, 12 days to say what's up. Yeah. Like, get no. a grip. Get a grip. Seriously. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. Tell me what you want right now. It's totally opposite end of the spectrum from what we're talking about, but it just kind of goes hand in hand. So, like, yeah. I think, you know, you should be respectful and get to somebody, especially if it's, like, you know, time sensitive. Like, you should respond when you can. But if something is just, like, you know, you don't need a response right away, I think it's okay to, like, pause. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. 
the definition of being accessible, easy to approach, reach, enter, speak with, or use, able mm-hmm. to be used, entered, reached, etc. So yeah, just like I want to talk to you right now. I'm I need to talk to you right now. Yeah, and it can that can be okay, <clears throat> but yeah. it definitely I feel like we've both experienced. Um, being accessible, like people thinking that we're accessible at all times in a very negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's changed over the years with phones and social media. Yeah. And like with social media too, um, you know, and we've talked about this in like episodes before, but social media is not always true. People are giving you what they think is the best version. Yes. <laughs> and um, you don't know what's going on beside behind closed doors. You don't know how many times I've posted like crying, but I'm just like, I'm happy right now mm-hmm. just for the self gratification, but also like, so people think that, yeah, and I'm not. And I think too, like we put so much of ourselves out there mm-hmm. that people feel like they, you know, they can have access to every single part of us. Yes. And that's, what's hard for me. And I've kind of like taken a step back a little bit um mm-hmm. on social media yeah i'm not yeah. as i mean i'm active but i'm more i'm more just scrolling now mm-hmm. than Mindless. i am like interacting and curating the perfect post yeah yeah like i you should see my posts <laughs> it's embarrassing. check it out follow us on instagram <laughs> please <laughs> but, but it's just you know it's weird how social media is just it's changed things for people and yeah that's for um, sure <clears throat> you know like before, like I remember growing up, like if I wanted to call somebody and I wanted to talk to them, I had to call their house. I had to ask for their okay. dad. I had asked their dad or mom, hey, can I talk to so-and-so? And it was just, you know, things are so different now. Like now with all of us, we have our phones. Most of us are, it's on our person all the time. And yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. where like this whole... Miscommunication or like misassumption happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and just I like, didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. You're on a roll. <laughs> We're just people think like, you know, if if they call, I have to answer. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah, I'm. It's just I don't know. It's weird. And there's a fine line, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just I I personally think that just because you have your phone doesn't mean that you, like you're able to be reached at all times. Like mm-hmm. life happens. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are ways to combat being accessible all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we've both, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, we so both kind of like our experiences with it, like, yeah, the, I guess positive and negative because it's not all negative. Yes. Now, I want to put this out there and say, like, if anybody ever needs something, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am there and I, I will make time. You um, show up. Yeah, I show up when I have to. But um, there's two instances that I can think about right now that um, for a while I was dog sitting all the time Mm -hmm. Um, and I never said no to anybody. And for almost two years, I literally I, I never was home. I lived out of a suitcase and I got so worn out um, that I just was like, I literally cannot do this again. And I just stopped and Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't like a bad thing like I mean I was making great money but I just felt like you know people last minute like things I would say yes even though like I was hadn't even been home in between houses and it was just like getting crazy and I just was way too accessible to everybody and um that's where my um people pleasing thing comes in like I don't 
want to let anybody down. And Ooh, there. it's really hard for me to say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I've said it before. No is a complete sentence. Do I always practice what I preach? No. But that's okay. But I'm learning. Yeah. You're learning and growing. I think yeah. a lot. I think also you didn't allow yourself time in those two years. Like there's a lot of times where you just kind of like forgotten how to take care of your own self. Yeah. I totally didn't take care it, which of myself. Which is a negative part of being mm-hmm. accessible all the time. Yeah. And people pleasing. And I'll, I'll share something that's like really, really touchy to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, so we're also going to talk about like boundaries and I don't think I've talked about my dad too much, but briefly here and there in the last mm-hmm. year or so on this podcast, but mm-hmm. my dad and I have a very, um, weird relationship. Uh, he's really not in my life. Um, Due to his choices, but my boundaries now. Yeah. Um, but in in the past, it was very um, only calls me when he needed me. Um, always wanted something. There wasn't like, um, hey, how are you? Like, there's no checking in. And when I, you know, express those feelings to him, it's always like, well, I don't have to check in because I just know you're good. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, mm. but. Um, You know, we had a situation happen um, right around the time my grandfather died. And um, we got into a huge, huge fight. And I'm going to stop right there because we're at the 15-minute mark. Sorry, everyone. 15 minutes is our potty break. (laughs) Back to what you were saying. So we got into a situation um, right about about the time that my grandfather died. And... um, I was defending my brother (laughs) and my brother was being very accessible to him and it just, it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I expressed how I felt and, um, his words turned very hurtful, very, very fast. And Mm -hmm. I just decided in that moment that no more, um, I'm not going to be disrespected. If you want a relationship with me, you're going to put in the work. I'm not going to try anymore. And then um, I don't hear from him from, for seven months until just the other day um, something else happened where he needed me. Yeah. And um, because of who I am, I am going to show up, even though yeah. I don't necessarily want to. Um, but... It's it's not about him. It's about me. And when we talked about that last night, like I think yeah. I know that you know I preach to people that I'm there, even though even though he's wronged me. You know we he it's it's okay. Like I, he he does need something right now, and I'm gonna help. And That's just the person you yeah, are. Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna do it. But you know it's it's been really hard my whole life, like not having him there for me and me feeling like I'm the parent um, constantly Mm -hmm. that I have to make sure his needs are met and he's okay. But here I am just hanging on to a little life raft, (laughs) Yeah, you know, lost at sea, you know? So it's, it's been like, it's, it's weird. So, you know, boundaries are hard. And when you make them, it's really, sometimes it's really hard to stand firm on that. 
And I don't feel, but I don't feel like, you know, by me showing up, um, I'm letting that boundary down. No, I feel like what you do after Mm -hmm. shows the boundaries that you set. Yes. And I, I will just say that like, it's not, he, he doesn't need like money or anything. He, um, there was like a medical emergency and at first I didn't want to like even insert myself, but you know, when somebody is, you know, wanting fellowship and prayer, I will show up for that. Yeah. I feel like I can't, I can't turn somebody away from that. And even, even though they've wronged me. Um, so that's, you know, where I'm at. Um, and I, and I don't feel like, you know, I've let down my guard or like, I'm, you know, just letting something slip, but I just, you know, I think it says more about like Mm -hmm. me, your character then it is about what he's done to yeah. me. So I don't know. Yeah. What about what about you? <laughs> um, I'm probably just going to talk briefly because it's just um, something that I got to experience and see for myself about like in my last relationship about being so accessible. Um, I'm a very independent person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know that's probably surprising to some people, but I like my own space. I'm an introvert at heart. That's how I recharge. Usually people, that's how you kind of know if you're more uh, introverted or extroverted, um, how you kind of need to decompress or recharge. I need to be away from people. I need to be alone. Um, I just need to mm-hmm. sit and think with my own thoughts and that's it. With that being said, I was, I was with someone who couldn't quite understand that. And, you know, that's, it's okay. I mean, it's not really okay, but, um, you know. That's what he knew. Yeah, that's what he knew. That's what he understood. And with that being said, it was very much so, like, I never, I was really accessible. Like, any time, like, I just never had time to myself really like even if we weren't together if we were texting and five minutes or ten minutes go by there would be like another text if I didn't answer like hello or like okay because like I didn't answer so it'd be kind of like a Mm -hmm. uh where are you kind of thing Mm -hmm. and I like would either be busy I'd be at work or I'd just be scrolling mindlessly on TikTok and I like wouldn't even be paying attention and then I'd be like oh shoot sorry I was on TikTok oh okay okay (laughs) like okay whatever we were talking. I'm like, yeah, I know, but like, I'm allowed to not answer you right away. Mm-hmm. So that was something that was like a big problem that I had to try to overcome and deal with. Um, I mean, long story short, obviously, I didn't really figure out a, a solution. <laughs> I mean, like, we just kind of, you know, I just so dealt with it. Any tips or tricks? <laughs> yeah, let us know. Like, I, I would always try to set the boundary, and I, um, that was my fault for always kind of letting it letting him disrespect it and um kind of just walk right over that that line that boundary of um oh sydney you know like i don't have to talk to sydney all the time sydney is probably busy that's fine i don't need to get mad like Mm. she doesn't have to tell me what she's doing all the time because she probably forgot because i literally have like i don't want to say two brain cells because that would be really like negative self-talk but i'd (laughs) give myself maybe six like you know i am such a forgetful and ditzy person that I just forget to text people or talk to people, which is really bad. Um, It's, you know, I need Mm -hmm. to mature in that area. I'll give myself that. But, you know, when you have a boundary and you disrespect it, that's something really difficult for me because I'm like, you say you respect me as a person, but then when I'm telling you something, Mm 
and you're mm-hmm. not listening, you're like blatantly disobeying, whatever, and make the excuse of like, well, I like to talk to you all the time. Well, I like to talk to you all the time too, but I also just like not, I also don't like to talk to you all the time. <laughs> like I like to have my space. Yeah. So that was something that I definitely was a big, um, not elephant in the room, but something that was a frequent issue or argument that mm-hmm. would come up because I didn't want to be as accessible. And yes, obviously when you're in a relationship, there's a level there that's different than just like friends, mm-hmm. just like family sometimes, like your relationship with your parents, if you have a good one. Um, there's just kind of, you just know that there's different, like if they need something, it's probably best to answer, talk to them, mm-hmm. vice versa. Um, but yeah, that's something that like my most recent issue with being accessible and coming out of that something that I've learned is that I don't want others or people to feel like they have that right over me or that control over me. That's not Mm -hmm. something that everyone deserves. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just something that, you know, you have to work through and set boundaries with. Yeah. Because you can still be accessible, but also have boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because not everybody deserves to, like, be, what's the word? Not everyone deserves to have access to you all the time. Yeah. Because you matter and that's not healthy yeah for yourself and it's good to sometimes put yourself first and 100% and I think as somebody you know when people are empathetic and um, people pleasers almost to a fault you know your needs go on the back burner and I have I have been yeah I have been there so many times and I have put you know friends boys you know my parents everybody above what I need and then you suffer yeah you suffer you suffer silently and then eventually it comes out and it's ugly yes and I have also been there and it's just it's weird yeah it's not it's not always a good thing but um I wrote this down because I thought it was really good for like Um, My school used to talk about boundaries a lot with God, and I never really listened because I just, you know, you think you know everything Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, but the more I've noticed, the more I realize, like, God, obviously God has boundaries, and he gives you certain, I don't want to say certain commands, because I don't want to sound like super religious, but there are the commandments, and there are things that God has called us to, and Mm -hmm. a standard that he wants us to stay at, but it's not really to punish us, it's honestly to give us direction Mm -hmm. in our lives, and direction for our purpose, because we all have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's pretty obvious. If you didn't know, you have a purpose, Um, which is really encouraging if you needed some encouragement today. Mm -hmm. But the boundaries that he gives us, they keep us on on his path, the path that we were created to follow, because he knows way more than we could ever know or think we know. Well, and I think, you know, kind of just going with that, you know, we, we, and we've talked about this before, like there are plans that we have both had for our life. (laughs) And we (laughs) have walked, you know, and, and, and I've tried to do things on my own. Yeah. And where has that gotten me? Well, not where I should be. Right. And, right. And I think it's, you know, it's hard. Obedience is one of the hardest thing. And and obedience is kind of like a weird word, (laughs) especially if you're not like, you know, religious or spiritual, but you know, doing what, is like expected or mm-hmm. like what you know a, a guy it's a guideline you know when you when you don't follow that you kind of like you get into some things that maybe um you shouldn't have in 
<clears throat> God, I believe the God that I serve is a gentleman, mm-hmm. and he will let you do things. And then when you're ready, you know, he he's one word away. He brings you back. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I have... Breaks your legs. Yeah. Puts you on your shoulders and carries you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got I, taken away. <laughs> I have fallen way far from the herd. Same. And, you know, I also feel like sometimes I'm still there, but I know, like... I'm not, but right. You're just, never too far. Yeah, it just feels sometimes like, what is what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I put myself here, but I need someone to help me get back. Yeah, reel me in, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that boundaries, if you never really learned about them or had any, do you think they're hard to set and keep? Oh yeah. Um, I think it's probably the hardest thing to do, and you know, especially like. If, you know, you love somebody and something that they do is not, you know, good for you and mm-hmm. and f- to tell that person, hey, like, I, I don't really like that. It's hard. Yeah. And I, I don't want you to do that. And if you can't respect that, then I have to walk away. And walking away is so hard, especially like when you're, you know, when you're involved with somebody and there's like you know, there's groundwork that you've put in and, you know, you just, you don't want to like feel like, oh my gosh, th- that was for nothing because it's not for nothing. Yes, I can. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's not for nothing. It's a lesson, but it is, it is so, yeah, it's so hard to um, set boundaries. And, and I think, you know, it's very easy to give in too because, 100%. you know, it like for me, you know, I'm 30 years old and I'm not married. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I've waited this long. I'm, why would I settle now? You know, so good. and not that I have like super crazy expectations, but I know what I want and I've walked enough I've walked around a lot of garbage to know exactly what I do not want. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard because loneliness creeps in and also comparison because you see other people's lives and you're like, what about me? Yeah. And I think that that allows people to kind of let their guard down and let boundaries just settle, go. And it makes it really easy. I agree. But, you know that's that's just me but some people are very firm and Mm -hmm. good and good for you and I hope to I'm kind of like in the middle (laughs) we'll get there one day yeah we'll get there like I feel but I there are things that I I am very firm on and I will not change I will not change my mind and if that means see you later see you later see you later well that's the whole point of a boundary yeah I think that sometimes um people can People that want what they want and they're very self-centered, um, they take boundaries as like something negative and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's for the sake of each other, like being in a relationship. It's for this. It's for the sake of both parties. And mm-hmm. um, when you learn that you set boundaries for yourself after, especially after like getting out of something really bad, you're like, I don't want to go there again. I'm going to set these boundaries. Um, it's hard, but when you clearly communicate those from the very beginning mm-hmm. and the person that you're communicating them to, they either don't respect them or try to argue with it or try to have you compromise or um, 
sacrifice what you want, that's not someone that you want in your life anyways. And mm-hmm. it's better to, um, it's, it's better to let them go. Yeah. And if someone disrespects that boundary, that God will redeem whatever relationship was there mm-hmm. with either not, I don't say someone better, but he will, he'll redeem all of Give the Give you wrongs. your heart's desires. Yeah. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Because boundaries are either personal boundaries, relational boundaries, family, yes, coworkers, boss, yeah. anything, mm-hmm. and um, they don't always have to be like super detailed boundaries. Like, I'm not going to be talked to like this, and I'm not going to talk about that. Like, if that's something that you need to set as a boundary, by all means, do it. But it could be little as a, a time boundary, budget. Yep, money. Yeah, Lord knows I need more. Or even like an attitude thing, like mm-hmm. um, you don't want to you don't want to partake in, in gossip. You don't want to you don't want to feed into talking negatively or talking about someone or situation. And you know someone that frequently does it. Mm-hmm. You know that's something that's an okay boundary to set. Like, hey, I really want to work on or really don't want to be talking negatively about someone or something because it changes the way I feel about myself and about the way I feel about others. And I don't want to look at someone in a negative light if I've never met them or experienced them negatively. Mm-hmm. And you know that's a totally okay boundary to set. And if they don't respect it, then maybe that's a relationship that you reevaluate. Right. Whether you um, separate yourself, um, like distance a little bit, like you know that there's certain things where you just you can't go there, mm-hmm. or you have to walk away from someone. Yeah. But either way, at the end of the day, sometimes you have to do what's best for you, mm-hmm. because you matter. And it's not selfish. No, absolutely so not. So don't believe that lie either. Yeah. Um, don't let so what they say about you either. <clears throat> yeah. And that's another thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's another thing. And that is a boundary, too, that I have. So, like, I do not care to let people run wild with their narratives about me anymore. Yep. Back in the day, I was always trying to control a situation and what people say and and do. And I don't know why I was so hung up on that. But it's people pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. You want now, everyone to like you. Now, I don't care. I um, There has been some things in my life that, you know, some awful things that have been lied about me and I to this day I have never once said you know what hey that wasn't true I've never once defended myself because I believe that you know the Lord will take care of things on my behalf and he has proven to be faithful in that area because there are just now things coming out from situations that happened when I was a teenager and I'm just like yeah, did it take a long time? Absolutely. Was it really, really hard to not say anything? Yeah. Is it still hard? A hundred percent. But you had to protect your peace. I had to protect my peace. And it was just one of those things where like I just I refuse to put energy into yeah. um people that don't matter. People that will just run with a narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to be involved in it. Yeah. And that's something I'm currently learning, mm-hmm. watching people walk away from my life because of a silly breakup. Yeah. It's ridiculous and it's heartbreaking. And Whitney can attest to the amount of times I've cried seeing someone that I thought was a close friend of mine just either up and leave me, not talk to me, or even something as silly as unfollowing me. Um, and I can't be in that state to defend myself. Mm-hmm. I'm literally states away, hours away. But something that Whitney's, you know, preached to me 
and I've had to learn and accept is that I don't have to defend myself because the people that know me and the people that care, they, they will stick around. Mm-hmm. And God, like she said, God will defend you. God will defend me. The truth will come out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to worry about that. I say my piece. I keep to myself, keep my head low, no disrespect. And, you know, I walk with my head held high, mm-hmm. confidently knowing that whatever happens, happens. And the people in my life are meant to be in my life. Yeah. We'll stay. Yeah. And I, I kind of want to go back to <clears throat> you said, like, about gossip. You know, I, this is so un- annoying. I get even mad at myself, but I used to be the biggest gossip ever. It was the easiest thing to do. <laughs> I used to literally, my saying was, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit by me. Dang! And I did not, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I loved being frenemies with people. Like, it was just insane. It's like the cool thing to do. Yeah, but I got to this point, and I, I mean, I know it was probably conviction, but, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's, like, also, like, a, um, you know, just the people, the crowds that you run in, family, I just, I had, yeah. it was enough. I just, now I feel like when people start telling me something, like, about, I'm like, what, do I need to know this? Does nope. it affect me? No. So I could name someone that does that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm to that point now in my life, like, and that's also a boundary and yeah, for sure. And I think too, like I have so much peace now that I'm not involved in everybody else's drama. Like mm-hmm. I know nothing about anybody. It's exhausting. And my circle <laughs> is so small and that's not like, I mean, not something that like I want to brag about, but I, am content in in what I have. Am I open to having more? Absolutely. But the right relationships. The right relationships and those boundaries, you're going to know them. And thankfully the people in my life know me, love me and support me the way that I need to be. Yes. And it's taken me a really long time to get there, but there is hope. <laughs> so, yeah. that's just what I wanted to say about that. And, yeah. you know, if you've <clears throat> let go of boundaries and you've done things that you're not, you know, if you are not proud of that, it's a, you, you can still have redemption. You can still change. Yeah. You can still set boundaries today. Yes. It, it literally starts by you just making the decision. Yeah. And it's hard. And people will get upset because you're protecting your peace. You mm. are not accessible to them. And people love having power. And I think that that is such a unhealthy power that people can have. And people, you, de- you deserve respect. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves respect. And that comes with learning boundaries and learning to not be accessible. Yeah. The golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know give boundaries where you want to give them and just, I don't know, try to live in harmony with yourself and others. And others. And, and love your neighbor as you love respect yourself. Respect yourself. Love yourself. Do you remember that? Yes. That, was that a vine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I miss vine. I know. Me so too. So much. With that being said, we just wanted to say that it's okay to have boundaries. Yeah. Um, it's okay to prioritize yourself, your peace. It's not selfish. You matter. Yeah. Just as the person that wants to disrespect your boundaries matters, unfortunately, like in the long run, everyone matters. Yeah. So, you know, think about your life. Think about what you want. Yeah. And, and just do it. 
don't pull the pull the trigger. Take draw the, the line in the sand. Yes. Set the boundary. <clears throat> if they disrespect it, they can go disrespect boundaries elsewhere. Exactly. Say goodbye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bad boundary person. Yep. So, <laughs> with that being said, we, we love you. We, we love you wherever you are in the world. We hope you are good. Yes. And um, we can't subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, subscribe, like, share, like, share, you know, Instagram, all that good stuff. We're Apple, Spotify, Amazon. I don't even know. Venmo me so I can buy a new camera. Ah. With that being said, we love you. Good night. <laughs>